to another episode of the provocative podcast it is your host chris pineda and i have my guest here with me jasmine pineda <laughs> all right so guys i am taking to over today's episode uh today we are going to be interviewing jasmine and seeing what we really know about her but before that let me give you guys a little intro about what's going on in my life <laughs> You really I want am to now do an intro, guys. A level 50 on Call of Duty, guys. Oh my god. I have finally unlocked the MP5 after like five days of grinding. Yep, that's about it. That's all I'm proud of this week. That's your intro so, that you were so excited to give who girls who literally don't know anything about Call of Duty. You no, know, just working out and work. They could be like to their man's, oh my god, guess what? Chris got level hey, 50. I don't like that sub though. All right. <laughs> okay. Can what, I do a little what's, intro? What's, what's your intro? All right. So speaking of that, all I hear, guys, to be honest, I, I, he used to game a lot more like last year. And then we had, a, this like, was a, during COVID during COVID. He used to game and then it kind of carried on after COVID a little bit. And then we had a talk where I was like, okay, listen, we got to scale back the gaming. And he really did. Cause I he almost started, stopped entirely. You actually stopped. You did stop entirely because you started actually reading and things. But now with uh, the new game, and to be honest, I think just because you were like, fuck, I'm really bored because I'm just so dead that the new, he like picked up gaming again and the new game came out in the perfect time. And honestly, like I told him, I'm like, I'm just really grateful because I feel bad for you because I know he's tired. Chris is not the type of person to like go out to dinner dates with his friends. Like he did that. He did it last weekend for his birthday. Oh, yeah. That's another part of my update. I'm now 30. Yeah, he's not 30. Yeah, I'm 30. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he doesn't really go out or anything. You know, when he was on prep, I had my girls night like every Friday and it was really nice. Either the girls would come over and he'd be gaming or something, but he doesn't. So it's nice that he has gaming because I'm just so tired, guys. I have like no energy um, and he gets bored really fast with watching TV. I'm literally at the point where I get bored really fast watching TV. But I literally cannot fucking function. After 9 p.m., I'm exhausted. I'm I'm mentally drained. We started watching Big Bang Theory yesterday because I've never watched it. And um, we needed a new show that's like, I don't like, we don't like one hour long episodes, okay? We're not fans of long shows. We just can't, we don't like watching TV like that. We like short TV segments where we can watch for like 20, 40 minutes max at a time and that's it. So we needed a new show because we watch Modern Family in the morning. We watch Peacock, which is for The Office, sometimes here and there. But we're past like season five where you guys know The Office kind of gets a little bit boring. So I was like, we need another little show to watch like 30 minutes before bed. Um, and we watched, we picked up the Big Bang Theory. And I was telling him yesterday, I was like, I actually liked it. We're on episode three now. But I was so tired that I was like laughing in my head. Like I was like, Ugh because i like literally did not even have energy for my laugh to come out that's how dead i was so anyways i'm grateful that he has the gaming thing but yes my man turned 30 on friday we got uh to go get steak i asked my coach brandon hey i had already asked him ahead of time so we planned for it i even did like back-to-back -back no carb days just so that I could go to this dinner and it was so good. We had Mastro's, which is our favorite steakhouse here in Houston. And if you think it's overrated, it's because you don't know how to fucking order it. Okay. Don't come at me with Mastro's isn't that great. Cause it is amazing. You just don't know what to order. Um, and I had a steak, I had some mashed potatoes. We had a salad, we had the Brussels sprouts. It was so 
good. Like it was very much needed. And I had a really good self-control. I was yeah. like, you know, it's always scary. I had a donut too. Yeah. I had a donut too at night. Cause I, Hey, it was, it fit into the extra calories that I had la- that night, but I mean, look at those shoulder caps guys. I don't know what the camera <laughs> sees, but fucking I'm seeing striations right now. So <laughs> yeah. We so good. yeah, I mean, we're good. And it was, oh, I have to get it. It was, uh, by coach's orders too. I didn't cheat. So, um, yeah, so we went for his birthday. I surprised him with, it's usually really hard to get him a gift. Um, so I got him a, a gift like behind his back, which I think he really liked, right? I did like it, yeah. It's a- um, Palm Angel shirt. Palm Angel shirt he had been wanting. And I remembered and I was like, fuck, I'm going to order this shirt because I know him. He's not the type to want to spend like $400 on a shirt unless I push him to do it. So I was like, I'm going to get him this shirt. He wasn't allowed to wear it for his guy's night. though. I was like, you're not going to wear this fuck for shirt when I'm not with you. But um, yeah, we did that. We didn't, I guess we did, uh, we didn't do a cake or anything, but that's what we did for his birthday. He, you want to share what you got as an actual birthday gift for your 30th birthday? As an actual, I'm, uh, I'm good. Okay. All right. So if you, if you care if you at follow all, me, you know, yeah, if you follow him, you know, but overall, how do you feel being 30? I mean, I was hurting way before 30. So, I mean, shit still hurts. It might just start hurting more now, but yeah. Yeah, same thing. I think we had a really good year. You're, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, a lot a lot happened when I was 29. And uh, I definitely think even bigger things are going to happen while I'm 30. Uh, Self development wise, do you feel like you developed a lot more this last year? Developed a lot more? Mm, no. I think you did emotionally with me. Emotionally? I think our relationship got stronger this year. Yeah, I mean, that's just, just that just comes with, you know, just being more mature, I think. But as mm-hmm. far as like development, I think uh I think I'm still kind of the same person. I mean, you're always you're the type of guy that's always trying to learn though. So Yeah, true. But anyways, okay, yeah, so he turned 30 and then um yeah, prep is going good. I'm just really tired, guys. Um it's it's been I'm just tired. I could go on about what I've learned, but I'm going to do another episode. What? I was going to say, and moody. And moody. I haven't been that moody. That. That moody. You just got to give me my space. Yeah, I know. You give me my space, you you know, but I haven't been that moody. I th- I honestly thought I was going to be way more. Yeah. I haven't really yeah. been that emotional. You could definitely be worse. I could be way worse. <laughs> I think hangry Jasmine on regular terms, regular like a during... Regular Jasmine, when she's hangry, is worse. Is worse than yeah. Jasmine now, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think I just kind of left. I deal with, I've been, this whole prep, I really tried dealing with my emotions on my own because there's nothing he can do to help me. And I don't, he didn't push me to do this. I made the choice. And it's actually funny that you bring that up because I feel like I've been doing a really good job up until I think last week with like moodiness. And then I think last week I got like towards the end, I got a little moody. And then today I got like, uh, I listened to motivational talks when I'm running and, um, you know, it made me realize again, like sometimes you just need these little reminders that he didn't push me. No one pushed me to do this. I'm deciding to do that, this, and I don't want him to feel like I don't love him or like I'm moody or like whatever. I want to give him my best, even though my best right now is not like the most excitement and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to take out any of my hunger pains or anything like that on him or my tiredness out on him because he doesn't deserve it. And I mean, I feel like besides my, I'm just really tired at night. So I just can't give you the energy that you want. The sex that you want. <laughs> I was like, energy. The sex has been awful guys, energy. like TMI, but you guys know that I share everything with you. The sex, 
All right, listen, has not been great. The fucking head, I'm not giving him any head. I just don't give a shit right now. I'm just like, listen, man, do what you gotta do. I'm you want tallies though, you know. If so you wanna, if you wanna I'm do a cash it. out when prep is over. <laughs> I told him like, yeah, cash out when prep is over. <laughs> we have a whole week in Vegas to uh, cash out that <laughs> after show. So, anyways, um, prep is going good. We'll do an episode. Like, I'm actually gonna do a YouTube video with a Q and A for all prep stuff. So. Uh, be on the lookout for my story this week so that I can put the Q&A up. But lastly, before we get into today's uh, episode, I will be in Vegas uh, December, um, I think Olympia is the 16th. Sounds about right. Yeah, the 16th for uh, Olympia with Dark Sports. So just make sure, yeah, December... 16th and 17th is Olympia weekend in Vegas, which is where all the bodybuilders compete. Obviously there's the expo. I will be there both days with dark sports. So please, please, please. If you are in Vegas or you're going to make it out, come say hi, come take a photo. I'll have all the energy in the world because it'll be over. My competition will be over by then. And I'm just so excited to be there, to be with dark sport. I love them. I had a shoot with them yesterday and I just love being part of dark sport. It's so relaxed and so easy. And I just feel like myself there. And, um, yeah, I would love for you guys to just come and say, hi, let's take some photos. Let's catch up. Um, all the good stuff. So those are the dates. Olympia. I will be there with dark sport. I will all also right. be there, but just kind of walking around. <laughs> yeah. Chris is always there. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for my intro this week. Uh, nothing much has changed. We've other than we we finished watching The Watcher because everyone recommended it. It was 7 out of 10. Yeah, 7. It was good, it was but it just sucks. The ending was not what we hoped for, but it is what it is. Um, and that's pretty much it, I think, for the intro for us, what's been going on. We celebrated birthday, prep. Yeah. Yeah. Prep. prep. Prep takes over everything. All right. So I asked Chris to take over this whoa, whoa, whoa. episode. It's my, it's my show too. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So now that the intros are done, <laughs> let's get to... Uh, to our talking point. So today we are going to get to know Jasmine a little bit more. Oh, God. Well, I think the followers are going to get to know you more because honestly, I kind of feel like I know almost the answer to almost all of this. Maybe uh -huh. you'll surprise me with a couple of them. Okay. But as a disclaimer, there's no immunity from these questions. Oh, God. So if you say something, you might not get your ass beat right now. I'm just playing. Okay. You're not going to get your ass beat, but I'm I'm just playing about the immunity. I never okay. give you a hard time. No. All uh, right. I haven't, uh, disclaimer, I have not seen these questions so i have no idea so i'm a little nervous okay let's go uh, let's get i do not beat jasmine i should not have said that yeah you should not have said that because now I've, not, I've never laid a hand on her no never that she didn't want me to <laughs> all right okay. first first question what jobs have you had what jobs have i had all right uh what jobs have i had okay um in high school i worked well i grew up in the restaurant business as you guys know so i grew up in my parents restaurant and then, you know, you rebel a little bit as a teenager. You feel unappreciated by your parents. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try doing something else for myself. So then I started working at um, Gold's Gym. Or was it Mac yeah, before? Mac, Mac, was, Mac before. was before Gold's Gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? I think it was. I don't know now. I worked at Mac for a little bit, the makeup store inside. Uh, it was inside our Belk in Georgia. So I worked there for like a year, two years. Um, so I did all the prom makeup, all the makeup. Um, that was a really cool experience just to work there. And like, that was like my only retail job that I had. And then I went back to the restaurant because I just, during that time, my parents were going through a really hard time and I felt like I had to step up and come in. And so I left Mac. Um, granted, it took them a while to hire me because the manager at the time didn't like me because she said I was too pretty to work there. 
stupid bitch. Uh, but anyways, a new manager took over and then that's when she hired me. But um, then I went back to the restaurant. And then after that, I worked at the gym after I graduated college or I didn't graduate. But after like, my first second, my first or second year of college, I started working at Gold's Gym as a trainer. Um, and then I left that and then went back to the restaurant. It was always like a back and forth thing. And then, um, yeah, I worked at the restaurant, then did makeup uh, part-time on the side on the weekends and also did online training with Chris. And this was when I was working three jobs because we were living on our own and we were trying to make ends meet and think that's all the jobs. You also did group training at a little, uh, yeah, group training. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did group classes. What else did we do? I just did like weekend classes, group training yeah. classes, things like that on the side. Um, but I think the, other than the restaurant, the only actual like retail jobs that I had was, Mac and um, the Gold's Gym. I'm trying to think if there was another place, but I think that's no, it. I think that's it. I think that's as far back as your resume goes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Next one. What's been your proudest moment or achievement so far? Like all life, not just this year. Oh, man. Um, I think when I finish prep, this will be my proudest moment because it's a challenge that has been really hard. So we'll, we'll, I'll talk about that once I achieve it. Cause it's not done yet. Um, I don't know, just probably just the growth this year, like that I've made has been my biggest achievement because I feel like because of my growth, we've been able to grow in every other aspect and like, yeah, having our home and everything has been amazing. I will say that, but I think I'm just really, like proud of us and proud of me to get to the point. Like Chris knows that all I've ever wanted in my life, my number one goal and his goals are different than mine. Like my number one goal in life has always been, I do not, I want my parents to retire and not have to worry about, cause my, my, my dad's Hispanic. My mom's they're Mexican. You know, they don't have a retirement plan. They don't, they don't know any of that. They don't have a 401k that they can go back on. And I just, my goal in life has always been, I want to be rich enough. I want to be fuck it rich where I can just say fuck it and buy whatever the fuck I want. And not just because of me, for me, it's because of my family. Like I want to take care of my loved ones, every single one of them. I want, I'm not at the point where I can spoil them and, you know, buy them like expensive ass handbags and shit, but we're at the point where we're, we've been able to help my family. We can help his family whenever we want. And that to me has just been like, the biggest, I guess, reward out of everything. Obviously, like I'm very proud of us and our house that we've gotten. The cars to me, it's just like an extra bonus. But for me, I think it's like where we're at right now. And, and the fact that we can help our parents out, like even like just talking about, so it's just like more, I guess for me, financial reasons, but because it's to take care of my loved ones. Like our plan for Christmas this year is to like rent a cabin and it's going to be a little expensive, but we can, it's so nice that like we're able to afford that, that we could be like, okay, yeah, we're going to rent a, a cabin uh, for our entire family and not have to like stress about it or things like that. So I think for me right now, it's, it's just getting it being at the point that we're at right now to help our families. You think that's a good answer? I mean, you didn't narrow it down to one specific thing, but I think, I think, you know, just idea kind of. Yeah, because I mean, that's, I mean, that and then being honestly like the starting the podcast like this, 
I was really nervous about starting the podcast and we were just talking about how yesterday is a year old and like I was really nervous because coming on here and talking you can get picked up apart and things like that because you know I had some girl say like you suck at interviewing I'm like bitch I didn't go to I didn't like go for this I didn't go to school for communication and to like be a journalist and know and to interview people that's not what my plan in life was ever to do and read the description it says podcast where we have conversations yeah it's not, not interviews and yeah so like I was like ugh. Ugh. anyways um just being able to put myself out there and um yeah and you know what I'm proud of like my, myself and my sexuality you know that more than anything just how I've like I don't give a shit about what anyone else has to say like I think I'm at that point like it's really hard to get to that point but I'm at that point where I like I'm really like proud of my sexuality and I don't give a shit what anyone else has to say and yeah I think that's it okay all right as when when, it, when you were asking me questions you asked me a variation of this question so now I'm gonna ask you okay what do you check out on guys when you notice them? <laughs> oh God. Okay. Oh shit. Um, What's the first thing that you check out? I think for me, she already lying, guys. She think it's too hard. No, no, no. I'm trying to think. Like, if I see a guy, and I don't know why I'm like thinking gym or something. Height is weird. I I think like when I look at a guy. He's got to be like, there's got to be something that draws me to him. So it's got to be either the height, the hair, or the facial structure. Like that is to me, like important. Cause it can't be like, he can't be like a super, I'm not really into super short guys or like super tall guys. I think it's just like the overall, their overall figure has to be nice. Like they can't be too thin and they can't be thick. Too so they thick. have to have like the right ratios. Yeah. To me, it's like about the proportions. Like I look at a guy and I mean, Chris knows I like hairy, like is not at all Middle Eastern look. A little bit of Middle Eastern look, I guess. She you would likes call. a full head of hair and thick beards. Thick beards. I like for them to have like, like high bone structure, like model esque, I guess. Uh, but if they have a nice face, that's what I like look to. And then I, my biggest thing too, like if I was to meet a guy, they have to have nice teeth. Like they have to have a nice smile. It's not that, that they have to have like perfect teeth, but nice, well taken. Like you got to make sure you fucking whiten your teeth. Like for me, like your smile is everything. And if you don't take care of your smile, to me, it makes me feel like you don't give a shit about anything else. So yeah, I mean, and obviously like, I, I'm not like, oh, his ass or oh, his his bulge. Cause I honestly, I hate when you can see like guys' bulge in the gym. I think it's disgusting, but yeah. So they have to lift? Do they have to lift to get uh, your attention? Uh, yeah. I would think they have to work out in some sort of way. Like they or have, have to be- swag. Or be steezy. Be steezy. They gotta, be steezy. Like Raul Alejandro. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, because he's a they little gotta, thinner, but, but he's steezy. He's swaggy. All right. Next one. Okay. What is your number one regret and what would you have done different? Oh. Hmm. Mm. There's a personal regret, but I'm not going to talk about that. Um, um, okay. Um, I don't think I regret. You know what? And this is like really personal, but like I regret not helping my parents during the time that. So someone threw my parents under the bus, not even under the bus. Someone. They made false accusations, accusations of my parents like what? Almost 10 years ago. Uh, saying that my dad was a drug dealer 
And I was living with Chris at the time and they literally like what the DEA and all this people raided my parents' home. Like 50 cops showed up in my parents' home because someone we don't, we still to this day haven't found out who we think it's obviously a close watcher uh, family member basically said that my dad was uh, a drug dealer or laundering money. Um, and they had no proof, but I think their friend was in the FBI. So they just kind of fucking did it. And they didn't find shit. Okay. They didn't find shit because my dad doesn't, didn't do it. And so, um, during that time I was like 18 and I feel like I could have stepped up and did more for them, but I didn't know how. And I know to you, I couldn't have done anything, but that's always been like a small regret of just like being, I wish I would have done more in that sense. But uh, in every other area of my life, I don't think I have any regrets. I'm really happy for with everything that I've done. And I mean, I've learned from every journey. So, but that is something I wish I could go back and be more like present help and wish I would have helped stepped up more at that time. But I was young. What can you do? Okay. Okay. All right. What do I do that annoys you most? Um, I don't know. You don't really do anything that annoys me as much anymore. <laughs> anymore. You, you used to like leave your trash and pile it in a corner instead of fucking throw. He used to like finish a bottle of water and he would put it in a corner and then have like a pile and then throw it out at the end of the day. I'm like, just throw it in the garbage. But I don't think there's anything now that you do. I'm trying to think about what you get onto me about nowadays. I don't really get onto you that much ever. I'm just a pretty good dude. You are. You're the best husband. <laughs> like, honestly, like, there, I'm, I'm really trying to think. Hold on. You do the laundry. You make me breakfast. Um, I think, obviously, and this is with everyone, I think sometimes I wish that you would do things without me having to ask them more. Like, the other day, like, you wash dishes without me asking, and he hates washing dishes, and I literally wanted to cry. I just didn't say anything to him, just, like, as gratefulness, because I was kind of, like, having, like, a stressful day. I just didn't tell him, and... Cause I just don't want everything. I mean, you know, like I've said, I'm on prep and I'm more tired, but I don't, it doesn't mean that I have to add more to his plate, but he did that. And I was just like really grateful for that, but I'm trying to think, but there's really nothing that you do that. Uh, okay. Yes. Yes. Now I know that you don't. And people are going to be like, Oh my God, <laughs> he's up to something. I don't like it that you don't get on Instagram next to me. I just always get in trouble. Oh, why? Because I follow a lot of beautiful women. Uh -huh. I also follow cars, but uh -huh. it's the same people I've always been following me, following. Uh -huh. But for some reason, I always get in trouble. You don't always get in trouble, but some of the girls that you it follow- It always irritates you, and I'd rather just not change the mood. Yeah, so I think that's my biggest pet peeve for you, that you don't take It's not that you get onto me. It just changes your mood, and I'd rather just not change your mood. Yeah. But I also don't like being on my phone when I'm with anyone. Like yeah. if I'm sitting in, sitting in a room with someone, I'm not going to be on my phone. And that's like all the time if we're at a restaurant, we're, unless at the gym. At the gym is like literally the only time I ever pull out my phone. Yeah, but you, you, you never pull out your phone like at a restaurant. I so try like not that. to. I try to be, um, give people my attention, I guess, yeah. or at least pay attention. You love to give me attention too, which is really nice, guys. He's, and I, I will say that, like, it does irritate me when we're at home and I'm like, I'm always like on my like phone next to him, but that he's not on it. But I do appreciate that, that my husband is not the type, like, 
to ever be on his phone. Like he's always giving me his full attention. Unless someone is calling him, he's not picking up. And the only people that call him is his brother or his dad. So, all right. All right. What's something you most recently did that scared the shit out of you? Not like literally scared the shit out of you or just got you uncomfortable. Or it could be something that scared you. A prep right now. Is that the only thing you could think of? Yeah, that scared the shit out of me. I'm trying to think what where or some oh I guess you really don't want to give future moves, but um I guess prep prep would prep be. Prep right now answer. is like the phase where like it's just the scariest thing. Why why is it scary though? I don't know. Like it's just like I was thinking about my why today and we all have our reasons of our whys and it's scary because for me, like, it's like, I'm trying to prove to myself that I can do it. You know, two years ago, I literally stopped prep during this time because my mental health was so bad. And it's scary to think that I could like potentially get there again. I was like, that was like my biggest fear. Like, holy crap. What if I say I'm going to prep? And when you say you're going to prep, you got to fucking fully commit. And not only am I saying I'm going to prep, I have, I'm representing dark sport, the fucking number one bodybuilding, you know, attire, like they represent bodybuilding and we have all the best top pros in the world, all the best competitors. And, um, there's a lot of pressure there too, to like, you know, make sure I never fucking give up. And which is, I, I think at the same time though, it's an amazing thing to be part of because, like, I know that I'm part of them because Michael believed in me and I live the lifestyle of never fucking giving up in every aspect of my life, but it's still a little scary. But I think for me, it was more like, what am I going to do if I get into that mental space again? And I want to quit. Like, I don't want to quit, but I think Chris and I've had our conversations where I'm in a better headspace now. And, um, it's still scary though. There's a lot of pressure because you want to be great. You want to win. You want to do all these things, but that's not in your control. The only thing you control is you got to make sure your diet's perfect. You got to make sure you do all your cardio and just control the day. You can't focus on the future. But I think right now what I'm doing has been the scariest thing I've done right now. Yeah. Is there something you feel like you still cannot do or achieve? No. Capable of everything. I don't think I'm capable of fucking doing anything I set my mind to. I mean, obviously, like, there's things I feel like I can't do right now because my time is limited, you know? Yeah. But if I wanted to go open up a fucking Starbucks tomorrow, I know I, I would do whatever it takes to know to do it. So if I told you, play me a corrido right now on a guitar, you could do it? Not right now. I'd have to <laughs> learn. I'd have to take the time to learn. But I think I'm capable of doing anything I've set my mind to. And I think anyone else, you just got to really want it. What is your favorite physical and non-physical trait of yourself? Okay. Um, my favorite physical thing about myself is probably my face. Obviously I really like my face. Um, yeah, I like my face. Not right now. In the sling in the normal, in my normal balanced lifestyle, I genuinely love my face. Um, obviously, guys, I get lip filler, and I love my face with lip filler. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I I always wish I I'm always I think I'm always gonna deal with. I wish I had a bigger butt. I love my butt, but I I like my butt, but I don't love my butt. I wish my butt was a little bigger. 
But I think what I love about myself physically, I would say, is my face and my hair because I have really good genes. My hair grows fast, thankfully. Um, internally, I don't know. I love, I love that I just, I'm a person who's like, I feel like I'm an ambitious person and I have drive and like I'm a very hard worker. I think that's my favorite trait about myself that like I try to give everything my all and like I'm not, things are scary, but I'm not afraid to try them if I really want to do them. And, you know, I really do try to put my all in the things that I do. So I love that, you know, I'm a very um, goal-oriented you know, driven person, ambitious person. And I'm like, not everyone's born with that. So I'm really, really fucking grateful that that's like part of me. And then I love how loving I am too, like to the people that I love. Um, I think, you know, we've, I've had to growing up, you know, you have to learn how to set boundaries with people and not love too hard, not love the wrong people. But I'm grateful for the amount of love that I give the people that are in my life right now. I think I give them my best and I've been trying to give them my best. And with prep right now, I think that's taken a little bit more in the, like, it's fallen back a little bit, but, you know, I tell everyone, just wait till I'm done with prep, and I'm going to take you out to dinner, I'm going to take care of you, but I think, I, I know you said one, but <clears throat> the hardworking <laughs> thing, and then, like, how much I love the people, or how much I want to, I love and take care of the people that I love. So, what do you think it takes to be Jazzy Fit? Like, what qualities make you Jazzy Fit, or is it the look, is it the swag is it the fashionista that you are what makes jazzy fit jazzy fit her confidence confidence so mm -hmm. if, if a girl wanted starting up in social media wanted to be jazzy fit you, you say confidence would be the number one thing they need yeah i think um one believing in yourself which is hard to do in the beginning but you got to believe in yourself um confidence you gotta be confident in who you are. Like you gotta not give a shit about what anyone else has to fucking say about you, about your life, about your look. Because I can't tell you how many times my look has gotten in, not gotten in the way, but people don't like my look. They are envious of my look and they, they've done things to put me down or to not try to get me ahead. But I'm like, you know, I've always embraced my look and I embrace my sexuality and for a long time it was like I felt like I had to hide it but it's like no like I'm not I'm not hiding so I can literally wear a fucking like my friends have said it and everything I can wear a fucking trash bag and still look sexy and I'm not meaning that in the cockiest way I mean that in a genuine way and when I was like you know what that's right so why the fuck am I trying to hide my confidence, my sexiness, like, no, if people can't handle it, they can't handle it. But I'm going to be who I am and I'm going to remain humble while I'm doing it. So confidence, you know, obviously remaining humble. And I will say number three, you, you've made Jazzy Fit, Jazzy Fit. I was not expecting that one. The um, support. I think I wouldn't be who I am today without this man right here. And I've said that thousands of times, he's the one that pushed me to do fitness. He's the one that pushed me to do jazzy fit, to be jazzy fit. And, um, he's always just like pushed me to be the best version of myself in every aspect of my life. So if I think I wouldn't be jazzy fit without the support that I have from you. And then now obviously like from art and all our friends, but you team jazzy for life for life TJ or L for L.
All right. So obviously, you know, you're what, 28 now? You've uh-huh. gone through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You've come up, overcome a ton of obstacles. You've met people. You've experienced life, got, had friendships, new friendships. Friendships have died. Knowing everything that you know now, experiencing everything that you have experienced, what would you tell 15-year-old Jasmine? What piece of advice do you think 15-year-old Jasmine could have heard that would have changed her life? Set boundaries. I think, you know, with people especially, like, you got to set boundaries with people and with everyone, like, even your family, even your relationship, like, you got to set boundaries. Like, for me, like, for instance, in my relationship, I feel like for a long time, I didn't know what that meant. And it's taken me years to learn that that means, like, just because Chris likes something or he does something a certain way doesn't mean that I have to do it that way or that I have to love it. So that's like my boundary where it's like, I'm not comparing myself to you. I'm my own person. And I know that's a little bit weird thing, but that's how I set boundaries within our relationship. But overall, it's just setting boundaries with people. You know, I've, I always gave so much when I was younger to everyone. And I thought everyone had the best intention and heart for me. And it took me a while to be like, no, like that's not the case for everyone. And just because you meet someone and you think they're great and you hit it off right off the bat does not mean that they're a good person. It takes like what we talked about, the three month rule. It takes three months to actually get to know a person. So if I could go back, I would tell her that three month rule that Anil taught us, wait three months before you give that person your all. Set boundaries with people, set boundaries with your family. You know, for a while, I didn't have boundaries with my family. And, you know, I am the oldest, so I have to take care of them. But I was getting calls all the time, just stressing me out, doing like with family issues that I couldn't even help with because I'm here in Texas and they're in Georgia. So I had to set boundaries with my family and be like, hey, like, don't call me about you fighting about whatever it is, because I can't help you in that. And you're only calling me, stressing me out, ruining my day because now I'm like just stressed about it. So setting back, and that's okay. Like it didn't mean that I'm not there for them. It just means if they're, if I can't do anything to help you, don't call me to stress me out. So setting boundaries with family was super important. Um, and yeah, just setting boundaries with people in general, I think is super important. And then now I think this year I realized like people, it's okay for people to change their mind. I think, you know, for a long time I was holding, I'm like, oh, well, they said that they would never do this or they said that they would never do that. And it's like, well, people change. And you made me realize that like, you're like, well, people change people's likes changes. You changed you, you know, and it's completely normal. But if I could go back in time and tell 15 year old Jazzy something, it'd be set boundaries with everyone and you'll protect your mental health a lot better. All right. Will Jazzy fit go pro this year? I, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not in my control, guys, but I have a feeling, you know, I told you that I envision it. I feel it. It's like a it's a weird feeling. I feel it. Last night, though, I did get like in my head a little bit where I was like, what if I don't like what if I get on the stage and like they just don't like my look like I started getting negative and I was like, no, fuck that. At the end of the day, I'm doing this for me. I'll make them like your look. Um, I want my pro card, obviously, but. You know, like I'm 
I can't control that day. I'm leaving that day to God. Whatever he wants is going to happen, right? But I'm doing whatever it takes up until then. And I'm almost to the finish line. And I I hope and pray that I do, guys. I really do hope and pray that I do. And I see it. I envision it. I'm manifesting it. I'm saying I, you know, I train like a pro. I'm training like a pro. So it could only mean that I'm going to get my pro card. And I hope I do. So Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you say it in your intro? Uh, first show is uh, December 3rd in Chicago. No, I didn't. But For yeah, anyone but that wants to go support, it's in Wakagon. Wakagon. It's like midwinter, midwinter classic or it's something. like 30 minutes from Chicago. It's not yeah. too far. I know that, you know, you have family, you have friends, you, you have a pretty strong following in Chicago. So if anyone wants to go out there, see Jasmine on stage in a tiny little bikini, <laughs> guys, girls, you know, whatever. Yeah, it'll be really fun. Um I have a few girls saying that they're going to go. And like, I mean, I have my friends going. Um, yeah. And I have like the ghost people. Some of them are going and my ghost friends and like whoever is there. And if y'all want to travel and go, I mean, I'm not going to be like super available till like probably f after finals to talk or like in between. But if you're there, let me know. I mean, if you see Chris more than anything, like if you see Chris or any of my friends that you guys like a rally, stop her, be like, Hey, I'm here for jazzy. And you guys can hang out with our group until I come off from the stage. But, um, I would love to obviously say hi to everyone, take photos and everything. So if you want to go and support and yell, go jazzy, and then yell my number. So the judges, you know, see my number, that would be amazing. And then lastly, because this is the provocative podcast, we're going to ask you something a little bit more fun. Okay. Is it the last question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is your biggest sexual turn on? <laughs> okay. <gasps> okay. Do you mean this like, like what I like that you do to me or like, what's my turn? Like, cause I get turned on by watching you work out. I mean, you know guess, that like yesterday I was like, oh man, let's go fuck in the car right now. Like, let's just go. Or like, I'm like, man, like he just looks sometimes like, I mean, I love the way he looks sometimes, but sometimes I guess I'm just like corny or whatever. And I'll look at him in the gym. I'm like, Oh my God, daddy. Like, let's go have, let's go have some good sex. And that's at like right now my energy levels are low. So I think just looking at you in the gym is when I get really turned on, like without you having to do something. Cause it's really hard. I think for females in general, it's really hard to just be like, Oh, I'm cooking. Hey, let's <laughs> fuck, you know? But when I see you in the gym and things like that, cause at home you're like working on your laptop all day. So I don't really like see you. Um, but I think that's where I get turned on, uh, or like, obviously when like we're at a club and we're making out and shit, we're a little like tipsy. That's my favorite too, um, to get turned on. But if I was to go into like deeper, Things. I don't know. I just what, like what gets you going, baby? <laughs> like, uh, what, what grinds? Not not what grinds your gears. What, nah. what gets Kitty juicy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I just like making out. I just like I like when he makes out with me. I like when he's making out with me, or if he's like kissing my neck, and then there's that sweet spot where he holds my hips. So I'm like, okay, we're cool. Let's go now uh and girls you know what i'm talking about when he comes from behind and he grabs your like hips and it's like lower but it's not like your vagina yet and it's just like oh god like that that's like i think my turn on and then obviously like i know this is weird but i like when chris goes down on me sideways oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of uncomfortable but. for you yeah but it is i don't know what it is about that angle or what but that's the best but yeah all right. 
Thank you for being on Provocative Podcast today. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you guys learned something. Um, that was uh, really, really fun. I was, uh, I was like, nervous because I didn't know what questions you were going to ask. Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, who do you like more? Aurelia or Brittany or something like that, where I was like going to have to be like, uh. Um, but, uh, yeah, you guys got to know a little bit more about me. Um, I, I know that right now a lot of my challenges that I'm facing are because of prep guys, and so – you just learn so much about yourself. I tell him, I told Chris, like every day I'm learning so much about myself. I will say that, you know, I started off this year reading a lot, but right now I asked him uh, the other day, I was like, man, I'm like, I want to, I have time. I'm like, but I just really can't pick up a book. Like I just haven't been there. And he's like, yeah, because you're mentally exhausted. Like you're so exhausted. Like, and I'm still doing work guys. I'm recording the podcast. I'm doing YouTube. I'm checking in with my clients i'm doing all my emails making sure like everything is taken care of you know that we need to um i haven't really shot of like current of content like i still i, I thankfully chris was like okay we got to shoot a lot of content before you get really lean because um i look like a fucking string bean right now <laughs> but um yeah i'm just really busy so i do want to sit down i actually bought the book it starts with us the the sequel oh, to yeah. it ends with us and i got on chapter three and then i was like yeah i just i can't i told him i was like why can't i he's like because you're so mentally exhausted so i'm ex i'm i'm hoping that before the end the year ends i can read like one or two more books after prep like on the plane and stuff like that i'll be a little bit more energized because right now it's just like guys i'm like ask chris it took me like 40 minutes to get in the shower huh you were like come on babe let's go babe let's go and it's just like i went for my out i went for an hour run this morning plus i did an extra 10 minutes of walking because he added that and i came home i had to make, make my breakfast today because chris picked up his um grandma from the airport today so it was just like back to back to back to back to i like i sat down for like 15 minutes and i'm just like fuck the thing with me though is like i can keep going as long as i don't sit down if I sit down and I let everything come on me, Chris is like, okay, yeah, you're not getting up. Like I just get so drained, but yeah, guys, that's, that's my life right now. Um, there's a new YouTube for those wondering what I eat in a day. I just uploaded it on my personal channel on YouTube. So just search for Jazzy Fit. It's a zero carb day edition. So obviously it's prep edition. It's so prep edition. You are not on prep. Do not do follow not this plan. Follow that. You yeah. can do like the chicken and the, the sauces and things like that because they're low calorie. So they're great to add to your meals. But please do not follow a zero carb diet or please don't do like the two hours of cardio I'm doing. This is prep. Okay. This is not. You guys have to understand that prep yeah. is an extreme. Yeah. It's not. I'm not going to be doing this after competition. I'm going to be obviously scaling it back but this is not something you do for a long long periods of time this is just what it takes for me to be conditioned for stage so i really hope you understand that um and yeah i mean it's just it's just an instant extreme but i'll go into like prep questions on my youtube but i think that's it right baby yep all right well thank you for interview interviewing me today i really wanted to like just switch roles i was like hey how about you interview me today that way people can get to know me in a much deeper level because sometimes i get told all the time like by cj too one of my friends he's like you know i feel like you talk about all these things with people or your friends or your youtube that you forget to mention it in other areas because i just assume that people know like i just assume that people know things sometimes when because i shared it on my story or i shared it on youtube but i haven't shared it on the podcast so it's like i gotta make sure that i share it in every platform because 
every platform is so different. But thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you guys enjoyed this segment with him taking over. Um, let me know what kind of content you guys want. I think um, I have like, I know I'm doing an interview next week. So um, yeah, I'm excited for that. And yeah, anything else you want to add? All right, close it out. Close it out. I don't remember how you close it <laughs> I out. I just say thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,